Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. I want to talk about moms um, because I want to get into kind of transitioning to talking about kids and helping our kids learn how not to procrastinate. Um, But how does it affect the homeschool mom specifically? Um, Because we're not talking about just any mom who gets to drop their kids off at school and has, you know, a a good part of the day to get things done. But for the homeschooling mom specifically, how does procrastination affect us as homeschool moms? Well, it makes it really hard to homeschool. I was a terrible procrastinator back when I was homeschooling. And unlike you, I did procrastinate by eating bonbons or more likely like (laughs) cake from the the neighborhood bakery. But um, you start feeling, you feel frazzled because you have Mm -hmm. a stack of paperwork up on your desk. Uh, You feel like you're overwhelmed, especially if you correct the kids' work. You have all those things. My biggest fear was always that I would... uh, get my kids to high school and they'd leave home not knowing how to write because writing was one Mm -hmm. of those things I always procrastinated teaching. So it makes us just feel overwhelmed and kind of live defeated lives. It's like, we just feel like, um, we can't handle it all. Mm -hmm. And it can affect our kids, you know, depending on what we procrastinate in teaching our kids that can affect them if we're not preparing them for everything they need to do when they leave home. Sure. Sure. Because we always feel like we're chasing something. At least Mm -hmm. that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I always, there's always something else and there's always going to be something else that needs my attention, right? It's not like if I stop procrastinating, you know, all the things are going to go away and I'm going to complete my whole list of things that need to be done. But how do we, how do we overcome it? I mean, let's talk about, um, why it's important to overcome procrastination first. Um, and, and let's kind of just go from there. Um, well, I think just to overcome it for the mom, just so you can have a, um, a better life, to feel more peaceful, more, more joyful, uh, maybe also so you can prioritize. Because, you know, what you were talking about, the way you procrastinate, where you do all these other things, that's somebody who knows how to work. They're a hard worker, but they just haven't prioritized. And when you're trying to do mm-hmm a million things in a time slot where you can only do three things, then we might not get the three most important things done. And a lot of times uh, we don't get those done because those are the hard things. We do the easy things, the fun things. We leave the hard things until so late in the day, we have no energy to do them. So I think if, if you learn to stop procrastinating, you can, um, maybe figure out what's the most important thing to do and then actually get it done. And, and you'll feel good. And plus you'll, you'll be doing what, you know, the things God wants you to do. Yeah. You're describing me to a T. <laughs> it's so funny because um, my husband, Garrett, he it drives him crazy. And I don't mean to drive him crazy. Garrett, as you're editing this, I do not mean to drive you crazy. <laughs> he knows that. But I'm the one who I will say, oh, okay, I have to do this thing in 30 minutes. Um, you know, 30 minutes from now, I need to be somewhere. This is where I do it the most. I need to be somewhere in 30 minutes. And in my mind, I'll think, okay, it takes 10 minutes to get there. So I don't need to be ready to walk out the door until 10 minutes before I need to actually be there. And so, you know, if I have to be there at 1030 at 1020, I'm running out the door. And I think I have this idea in my mind that all of these things can fit into that other 20 minutes at home. You know, I'm going to be able to do the dishes and make breakfast and make sure my, you know, girls are ready to go and have lunches packed if we're going to co-op or to the park for a picnic or something like that. And then all of a sudden 
it's 1020 and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I still have five things on my list to do and I've only done a couple of them. Um, so, so can you talk to us practically mm-hmm. about how to just navigate through not procrastinating? Well, I'd say two of the things that helped me the most were uh, number one, making a list of the top three things I wanted to get done for that day. And those are the things I would do when I had the most energy. So I'd make mm-hmm. a list of the top three things I wanted to get done. And then I'd give time estimates as to how long each one would take. And that okay. was huge. Once I started es- like putting something on the list and then estimating how much time it would get done, that showed me right there, oh, I can't do as much as I thought I could do. Because yeah. I usually thought I could do three times more than I actually could. Because I thought, well, that won't be that hard. That'll be easy. Right. We'll just do that. So I would say those are the two, two biggest, uh, two biggest things that help. Another one is if you find yourself procrastinating the same thing over and over again, there's a reason you're procrastinating it. So try to find out what's making you procrastinate that. And for me, a lot of times it'll be, it's like too hard. I don't know how to do it. Um, I'm afraid of failure, different things like that. If it's too hard, you can just break it up into steps. So you break it up into five Mm. steps. So if I'm doing a big project now, like one that would take more than three hours, instead of putting that project on my list for the day, I'll put the next step on that project for the list today. So I might put like plan a plan podcast. That'll be in my list for today. And I'll say it'll take one hour. Okay. As soon as I'm through with that one hour, then I um, put the next step on the podcast on the list for the next day. So that way I kind of keep track of it, but I'm only focused on one small uh, one small spot. And then I can keep looking. I, as I'm working on playing the podcast, I'm like, oh, I only, only have an hour to do this. So I can't go off on rabbit trails. I can't start to obsess. I can't try and make it perfect because I kind of aware in the back of my mind, I only have an hour. And also, I yeah. mean, it's hard to mix it in with homeschooling because at home you have all the, the kids there. You're not right. like me, like the empty nester who can kind of plan their lives now. So you're going to have to try and, you know, if it's anything, it takes a lot of concentration, see if you mm-hmm. can't plan it when you can, you know, have the kids doing other things and you think you'll get that. Right. Right. I love lists. And so, but, but this is a really good idea is to break up the big projects because it, it that's really smart. <laughs> I'm making notes for myself here. I'm like, that's a really good idea because that's what I do is I have my list of things that need to get done. And, and many of them are big, like you said, and I just can't get to them because I know they're going to take me a long time. And so breaking it up, I, I don't know. I mean, as people are listening, maybe they're like, yeah, duh, Yvette, this is common sense. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes things aren't common sense for me, I guess. And, uh, but this is a really good way to do this is, is so you said, make, uh, make a list and then give time estimates. So do you mm-hmm. actually like make a written list and then put down next to each thing that needs to be done? Like write 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or do you just do that in your brain? No, no. Oh no. I'd have to do, I'd never remember it in my brain. I, okay. I actually use a, a little app. Um, I use an amazing, the amazing Marvin app, <laughs> which oh, is, has okay. a big learning curve. So unless you really like apps that are complicated learning curve, don't use that. But there's to do is there's all kinds of little apps, or you could just use your little piece of paper. Cause if you used a mm-hmm. notebook and you wrote today's date on it, you wrote down the job, the time estimate. And you remember, you went right the whole job fits the project. You just write the step you're going to do today. Then you can yeah. just turn the page. And on tom- the next day that you're going to do it, like if it's tomorrow, then you write the next step. It, uh-huh. just, it just makes it so much easier because if we're procrastinating because it's too hard, we're usually just one little step is not that hard. And yeah. one step could be learn how to do it. 
Because right. some some women, I don't know if this is common for all women, like if I look at something, I see everything. I see everything uh-huh. I have to actually in my whole life. And I think I right. have to get it done today and I feel defeated if I don't. So that's why it's so helpful to step back and put it, no, just one step. That's all we're going to get done today is one step. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.